There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Elizabeth, as mm. I was uh, walking around my life, pondering the the world and our places in it, mm. I was, uh, came across a, a thought of where are we as a society, and you as a as a as a woman. We're uh, on to, no, yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah, it's all over. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. This has been this no. has been life. Continue, um, continue with your. Where question. are we on a partner uh, a a partner taking their partner's last name in marriage, i.e. Uh-huh. like a traditional, the way mm-hmm. it's normally mm-hmm. women take a, hu- a husband's uh, last name. I'd say traditionally rather than normally. Yes, but sorry, yes. The, the, that's where I was angling. And uh, what do you think of in a in a straight uh, marriage, for example, the part, the husband taking the wife's last name? Does I it matter? Is it, where are we? You do whatever you damn well please yeah. is, is where I'm up to. I, do you know, honestly, when I was younger, I could not wait to get rid of my last name, which seems ridiculous now. My last name is Best. Yes, like, it is. It, it is literally the best surname that you can if have. Uh, yeah, if this is the case example for uh, why wouldn't a man change his last name to the woman's last name because you could be Mr. Best. It's if true, you, you could. Do that's, that's my dad. That's so weird. Ah, true. Um, <laughs> not that Mr. Best. Um, the problem was when I was younger, I got um, Liz Worst because people uh, thought they were yes. hilarious yep. and Liz Breast because uh, I developed very early. Very droll. And yes. so I was like, I can't wait to get rid of it. And then, you know, I'd practice my name with, with ex-boyfriend surname and now I'm just like, there is no way. You have to pry this name off my cold dead yeah. hands. And even then it's still going to be on my tombstone or memorial stone or whatever the hell. Well, that like, seems to be, that's, seems to be the current sort of mood in the, in the society, right? But I like, have no problem with men, like, I mean, I, I think I've got a friend who's uh, when she married her husband, his parents were a little bit stroppy mm. that they were hyphenating their name and uh, that yeah. her name would be the final one. So, like, if, if it was like Smith, his last name was Smith and her last name was Roberts, that their name would be Smith Roberts, mm. not Robert Smith. Right. Um, it was just, yeah, it was, it was, he was very much like, well, no, you should just be taking, you know, the family was really upset about it. And I think it's really funny. They only told them on the day that it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> just bring it on, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, I think, I don't think tradition has to matter about that anymore. Absolutely not. I think as long as the two of you are on the same page, yeah. I mean, if uh, it'd be a little bit difficult if someone's like, no, you will take my name. Mm, um, that's an interesting uh, roadblock to throw well, up. It no, has, you, will be, you will take my last but name. But then you've got to think about if you're having children as well because yeah. so, some people I know that, I know somebody who is basically the, the last male um, 
of the line mm-hmm. and yep. if he he's chosen not to have children so he's been lamenting the fact that literally the name is going to die with him because he's not having kids yeah, and what what's your family line ever achieved really i mean yeah. <laughs> i mean <laughs> is it such a great tragedy to humanity but this is the thing you've got to figure out because then there are complications that come between parents and children not having the same surnames yep, totally, and everything yep. like that so i guess it's, it's a conversation to have but mm. i don't think there need to be any rules anymore yeah, no, no rules fuck the rules yeah. Get them out! Get them out of here! I'm so, I, 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 I quietly, I don't know. You, uh, I'm Tom Harris, right? And yes. I was born Tom Harris. Yes. And I'll probably end up dying, Tom Harris. But yeah. the, the the chance to sort of halfway through to change your name and slightly become a you know grass. Honestly, that's part yeah, of the, That's part of the appeal that I liked yeah. when I was. I was like, oh, I can be you know Elizabeth. X, Y, Z. But, yeah, like, just... there was. Like, <laughs> I did say for ages that I wanted to marry Eddie Perfect just so that I could um, hyphenate yes. our surnames and we could be oh, perfect best or best perfect. Well, uh, mm. hopefully that al- everything aligns for that to happen. <laughs> if not... Eddie, call me. Failing that. Hello, one. Hello, all, to Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. Across me is, is Elizabeth Best. And that I'm is Tom- correct. And I'm Thomas Harris, to give you my full title. Oof. Um... Uh, what are we here to do? To go to boyfriend's past. We get a guest on. They bring a story about a love, romance, dating, marriage, etc. gone by. And we have a little bit of a sticky beak around. But to justify that, we wrap it up at the end with what did we learn? This isn't just a chance to be uh, gossipy, you know. I mean, uh, it is. It is. But, but we it have isn't to, just. But we justify it, yes. And um, our guest for this week, as it is a main episode, is a returning guest, and he is... One your... of our original first yes, guests. Yes, that's right. He was in our first uh, five or ten episodes ever, I think. So if you need to, if you want to go back far uh, to revisit, your man Alex Smith is here. How do you do, my friend? I'm good. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Welcome back. Now, we've got you on today. There's a little bit of cross-promo uh, shenanigans going on here. We, I'm, I'm okay to... to um, to offer that up, uh, your man Alex Smith, tell us about, <laughs> tell our readers all about your, yourself. Well, I uh, I'm Alex. I'm a Brisbane-based musician. I don't know why I stumble on the word musician there. Yes, own it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm also a podcaster uh, from the My Song Suck podcast, and I have a show in Brisbane Fringe called Slowburn, which is actually extrapolating from the relationship spoken about in the two episodes that I've done previously. Hey! So it does tie back into the show. Excellent. Um, a, a lovely little uh, circle of life. There. We'll put links to those episodes in the show notes as well. So yeah. just in case you want to go back and learn a little bit more about Alex, you can. Mm. Yeah, so uh, so you've had, you've lived experiences in your life and you've turned them into music. You've you've learned, you've unpacked them in, in your own creative way by yourself yes. and you've turned that into art. That's a that's a, a very good thing to do. Here we do a similar thing. You've got to, you're going to bring a story. We'll we'll peer over it, put it under the microphone lens and and we'll we'll microphone, wrap it up. Lens. microphone lens. I can enjoy tell, that. Can actually. you tell can you tell how uh, uh, that I don't spend any time in a lab and all of my time <laughs> in, front of, in front of microphones. Oh, here we go. Um, Elizabeth, we yes. do have to get to rules, though. Ah, oh, boo. Do we? Um, I mean, okay, fine. Pretend a new, there's a new reader, brand new listening. Hi. Yeah, thanks hi. for joining us. Well done. We love you already. Well done on making the decision to join. Great life choice. Today. Um, but then now I have to tell you the rules, which, yes. yeah. So first of all, aliases for anybody that you're talking about. 
Uh, the second rule is if you figure out who Alex is talking about, mm. um, don't be a little armchair detective and no doxing. It's our it's our don't be a dickhead rule. Basically, we you know we're doing this podcast so that we can all learn from it and listen to the stories and either identify with them or yell insults at our you know podcast app of choice when people are making frustrating decisions um but we don't want to upset anybody in real life this is all a learning experience and our <laughs> our third rule that's uh, my least favorite <laughs> no threats on mike i'm uh, pretty sure you'll be able to stick with that rule alex knowing you as i do but um off yes. mic go, go yeah, bananas to the wind uh so that's our, our rules that's our premise that's our guest and um Away we go, I suppose. Yes. Alex, uh, please take us away in your own time. Um, share, share, share your story. Hmm. So I always have big guilt when I think about talking about exes. And so the way that I've flipped it on its head... By the way, I love the show and I absolutely agree with it. It's, it's one of those uh, rules that I impose on myself, but not anyone else. I'm like, I can't talk about my exes, but everyone else can. And yeah. it's fine. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, so I was like, I have three mini stories... Fantastic. Perfect. Um, of little, of three little first dates I went on. I love first date stories. Yeah, uh, and I'll do them in the order that they occurred. Okay. Ah, chronological order. That's marvelous. Yeah. Um, excellent. So, uh, we might at the end we we might have little lessons learned from one of the stories or big big lessons learned. So we'll get to there. Yeah. In the meantime, Alex is going to spin a little tale for us, everybody. So the first date was not a date. Oh. oh, but it was. Uh, I had a big crush on someone, Ooh. and uh, she also appeared in an audio format. Um, and I was like, uh, oh, I really, I really like this person. Uh, I really want to go on a date with them, uh, but I don't feel like we really know each other well enough to really go on a date. So what I'll do is I'll say, Hey, do you want to like hang out in a casual setting? Do you want to hang out? It's the classic. Uh, I'm not going to commit to a date, but, but then, do you want to like hang out? But then afterwards you say, Hey, I really enjoyed this. Do you want to do this again, but make it a date? Yes. Ah. Yes. And Strategy, so was, my friend. Strategy. Yeah. And uh, Zane knows this story. <laughs> Zane just had like a little smile on his face and all of a sudden, mm. yes. Zane knows the story because I meant, I uh, spent many hours after episodes on the couch going, oh, Zane, oh, oh I no. have a big crush. What do I do? What do I do? Um, and so my plan was, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hang out a bit and then we'll kind of be more buds. Mm. And then at the end I'll be like, hey, I, I really enjoyed this. Let's do it as a date next time. Would you feel comfortable about that? Would you Super smooth. Yep. Cool Super guy. Mr. Cool guy. I do foresee a problem with this, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I will let you continue and I will tell you if the problem Shh, Liz, happens. He's, he's Mr. Cool guy at the moment. Come <laughs> like, on. See, here's the, it's probably not the problem that you expect. Oh. I, I fucked it up oh. way before that problem. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, let's uh, let's 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 hang out. She's she's keen. And she's like, let's meet at uh, the Carlisle. I think it was the Carlisle. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and I get there. And she looks very, very nice. And, you know, I, I put my best little little boy hat on. I'm, I'm very <laughs> fancy looking. Um, and I'm like, hi, it's nice to see you. And she's like, cool. And then we, we get up to the Carlisle. And it's very fancy. I've never been the in the Carlisle The Carlisle is one of the most expensive hotels in Brisbane. Mm, bit of swank. Yep. Yeah. I had never been there before. And I was like, 
But it's not like old money fancy. It's very trendy, very new money fancy. Everything was gold and marble. Yep. And, and oh, like shades of salmon pink around yeah. the place as well and minimalist design. And you're, you get that feeling that at any moment someone's going to ask you to leave. It's not yeah. a pub. Like, you it's not have, a pub yeah. at all. No, it's yeah, a you did well to get in here, mate, but come on. Celebrities go there. In yeah. fact, George Clooney and Julia Roberts were there when they were filming a movie in Queensland yeah, recently. There we, there oh. we go. Baz Luhrmann went there. Oh. Fancy people go there. Don't let Baz Luhrmann direct my biopic, by the way, if I, I sure. die. Okay, sure. plan, plan. I'll I'm, make sure of it. I'm not going to tangent... About that, <laughs> you already did. Got, it's done, my friend. Damn it! So you've ended up on a at a, on a first date at a bit of wasn't swanky, a date. Uh, wasn't a date. Yeah, that's true. It, it was wasn't a, a hangout. Yeah. But um, you've oh accidentally God. stumbled into a, a swanky arena. It's does a she think fancy that, hang. does she think that this is what Alex is doing week in week out, or is this <laughs> a, does she know that, that, that does she understand that this is a unplanned? Well, that's the thing because I was like, oh, you know, what's what's convenient for you? Because it was on her break at work. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, we'll just meet up. And she was like, oh, I know this. Really nice place. It's the Carlisle. They have really okay. good gotcha. uh, avocado fries. And we get wow. there. And she's like, uh, table for two. Uh, you know, I have a reservation. I was like, she made a reservation Ooh. at this place. Is is, is this, this a date? Could it be? And I was like, no, no, no. You didn't say it was a date. Uh, the dating comes later. Just act like it's cool. Okay. Then in my head, I was like, this see, everything about this feels like a date. And I was like, no, no, no. But I had that was where my brain was at. Was Honestly, like, though, when you go on a one-on-one dinner with somebody who is the same sexuality, you know, as you and your opposite genders, yes, yes, yes. and 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 it's a fancy place, it's gonna feel like even I would have put like if 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 Tom, let's just say that you were single and you're like, hey Liz, come with me to this restaurant and we'll hang, and we were sitting down and someone put my napkin over my lamp, I'd be like, is this a day? And I've made a booking as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was yeah. The thing that threw me. It, was it is not cash. Can you ask? Can you ask uh, mid mid uh, meal? Is this a date? No, don't. No, don't. <laughs> Absolutely forget, forbidden. Because that then will it ruin is, the rest. And you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Because um, I thought I thought we were just getting coffee, and I was gonna be like, let's have a like, like go to. That's what a hangout implies. Mm. She yeah. didn't say, do you want to go out to dinner with me? Mm. And this you is said hang. Yeah. And this is no uh, aspersion on her. Like it was a lovely. Hang out. Um, so we get there, and I'm I'm being Alex, you know, like I'm being awkward, and I'm like, Ugh! and uh, the audio format program in which she was on, she had mentioned uh, that she had uh, been on a date with a guy, and that he was really asking a lot of heavy questions, right? right. And to reference that, uh, um. Mm, it's so awkward because she was like oh the avocado fries nice and someone walked past with a bowl of avocado fries and I was like so abortion oh dear <laughs> and she was like because she had mentioned that that was the thing he was talking about right and it was so gonna be a fun like joke a, it was like, like a hey <laughs> finger guns this is the thing that yeah. you said that was uncomfortable, was uncomfortable the last time that you went out with someone so i'm gonna sit here and make it real uncomfortable right now because yeah, it's hilarious <laughs> alex but it was in that way where it was like you know i'm not really asking because you know, obviously, right? It's a joke about the app that I heard. Get yeah, it? Yeah, right. Dude, no. Uh, and someone walked past with a big bowl of avocado fries and she was like, oh yeah, that is a portion. 
Oh, saved. Saved. But then I said... No. No. There we go. No. I said... I'm in pain. The the window you were were given... You were given... (laughs) Just The rarest of rare do-over. You could have sprinted through that door (laughs) with your arms wide. It was a glorious open space. It was the largest... Universal do-over that you were You're just right, given. You're right, Alex. That is a portion. <laughs> yeah. You are right. Oh, my heart. Keep going. This is awful. Keep going. And then she was like, what? And I was like, you know, like like that thing in the the thing. She's like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess, it, uh, I guess it is like that thing. And then, oh, uh, you know, the fries arrived. And I was like, he's got cheese in them? And the waitress was like, yeah, they got heaps of cheese. I was like, oh, I'm vegan. And she was like, well, and then I think, I think she ate the fries or some of the fries and I just had some tea. And then oh. afterwards I walked her back to work and was like, oh my God, we were asking about favorite movies. Uh, uh, and she was like, oh, I really like this movie. And I was like, oh, nice. And she was like, what's your favorite movie? And I was like, oh, I, you know, I really like Back to the Future. Um, you know, it hasn't aged great because like it does have that uh, implied like assault at the end because like you know we knew that he wasn't going to do it but like she didn't I guess Marty McFly was kind of just cool to do that to his mom huh that's pretty fucked and she was like yep and I was like well and then I was like well this was nice we should do it again sometime is that just this is nice let's do it again sometime no I remember don't ever do that again I remember it being a lot less painful than it is in memory and then I walked around the corner and I sent her a text being no. like, this oh, was no. really nice. Uh, we should do it again sometime. Would you want to make it a date next no. time? <laughs> Can I clarify? So within a minute or two of of saying goodbye and walking, you've turned the corner and gone, gee, uh, and sent, got the phone out and sent it. Like, you can only say that if you uh, get the vibes on the date. I was like, this was nice. Let's do it again. She was like, okay. And then I walked around the corner and was like, click, 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 click. This was nice. Let's do it again. Do you want to make it a date? And she was like, nah, hey. And I was like, yeah, look fair. And that's the first story. Okay. Alex. While Liz takes a breath, I'm going to go and walk around the room, everyone. (laughs) Shake it off. I'm so sorry, Producer Zane, for the sound levels of how much we all just shouted into our microphones just then. gripping the desk in anxiety and secondhand. (laughs) Wow. I'm schwitzing after that story. She and I are still buds. Yeah. Uh, Good, good. You you did well. Well done. We've never spoken about it since. I feel like there's a reason Yeah, but uh, I hope she knows that I know. How fucking awful that was! From so, is it, so it's just a, a case of your brain going, "Hey, here's what's coming out the pipe. Any checks on this?" And then your and your your smart brain goes, "Nope, it seems all good here." And then it just comes tumbling out. These words come tumbling out of your mouth, and you don't know what you've done. Ah, oh dear. If it's any consolation, you'll be kicking yourself for the rest of time, probably for for these little hiccups. Uh, That's such a consolation, Tom. Well no, done for it, pointing be, that out. It, because it happens to everyone. We all go through these things. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You're not alone. Everyone lies in bed at night, going ah. <laughs> <laughs> At various moments in their history, so don't worry. So that's story one. All right, I've had I'm ready. So many fucking awkward dates. Uh, 
That's Dude. the one that I remember. So, like, what have I done that I don't remember? See, at least you're gutsy, though, to go on dates. My awkward interactions happen on the apps and then I throw my phone across the room and never <laughs> meet anyone ever again. So, like, at least I'm giving you props for having the guts to go on the dates to get the stories because that's a step further than me, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that sounds so forlorn. <laughs> Let's go story two then. So, story two. Uh, I met this person it was from it was a hinge person uh and we met at like a a taco place it was a vegan taco place um and this one's much shorter much less good i guess um (laughs) uh, but we had yeah we just had dinner i was super nervous because she was a a gold coast gal and oh, they're a different breed, those Gold Coast yeah. girls. Having just, I just went on a boat trip on the weekend on the Gold Coast, and oh my god, are Gold Coast people different? Mm. Um, I imagine it's like the difference between like what, like California Venice Beach people and New Yorkers, sort of. Like it it's just, be. it's. I mean, we're not quite as cool as New Yorkers. Let's be honest, it's Brisbane. <laughs> no, they But it's it's like very tan beach hot people. Yeah. Um. She could do better and she knew it. And I knew it. We both knew it. Um, and I ran a little bit late and I had to get a lift from my dad. And I was out the front of the thing being like, what the... Uh, looking at the thing. And then she was like, are you here for me? And I was like, hello. Yes. Hello. And then I sat down and like, I think after the first 20 minutes, she was like, you're, you're fine. Chill. You're okay. And she kept like calming me down because I was so visibly nervous. Oh, honey. Oh, you poor, poor but, lamb. Yeah. But we started to like chill out and hit that groove where I was like alright she's probably not gonna flip the table over and be like how dare you be near me <laughs> filth yeah. uh, and I was like alright I think I'm cool um, and we started clicking and like it was nice and I was like alright you know we're vibing this is nice um, and I made her laugh like a bunch of times and I was like alright yeah no that's we're cool, a good, we're cool. that's mm-hmm. a good thing mm-hmm. yeah um, and she got to a point she said something basically somehow it came up with like <laughs> like what mental illnesses do you have or something. She asked that to me. What, in that intonation? Essentially. Like, what mental illnesses do mm. you have? I, I think we're talking about, like, because one of my... One there of the, wasn't just silence and she went, so what mental illnesses do you so, have? Come on, spill. It's clear. You got something, how does Alex. That, how, does that, how does that come up in... Okay, there better have been a good lead-in is all I'm saying. The only thing I can think of is that one of the prompts that I put on Hinge, which got me a lot of responses, I might add, is that I'd be like, what's your superpower? And it was, I'm a man in 2020 who goes to therapy of his own free will and <laughs> yes, I, I don't good. like that it got as many things as it did and some people would be like it's the bare minimum wow and I'd be like it is the bare minimum but a lot of guys aren't doing that yeah. and yep. I didn't yep. realise that the bare minimum was a badge of honour so I'm gonna wear it yeah um, I mean shit I would have given you a gold star for that if I right? see anyone that goes to therapy willingly I'm like yes gold star regardless yeah. of who they are Absolutely. well done work yeah. on yourself yeah uh, evidently by the last uh, story you could tell it hasn't worked I'm a fucking mess um, but I think we were talking about that prompt. She's like, oh, you go to therapy, yeah. And um, I think she was like, what illnesses do you have? Oh, because I was like, because, you know, I think everyone should go to therapy because, you know, we all got stuff. Yeah. She was like, what do you have? And I was like, oh, you know, I got like, you know, depression, anxiety. No, no. No? Sorry, not I first age. No. Oh. Well, it was a lifesaver because okay. I was like, you know, depression, anxiety, uh, uh, BPD. Um, and she was like, in... Okay, so say that to me, and I'm going to do 
what would be a bit okay. in response to that? All right. Oh, okay. So I've got depression, anxiety, um, bipolar disorder. Well, yeah, I got to go. So uh, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, uh, that's a funny uh, bit. Uh, but And she kept going and I was like, oh, you're not kidding. Oh, you really just pulled yeah. the plug on that oh. one. Oh, dear. Uh, oh. And it's a borderline personality disorder. I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, and she was like, I think that we had a really good time together and I can really see how we would be good, but I just don't think that we're going to be a good uh, couple. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, is this? Are you actually pulling oh, the plug wow. right now on this date? I didn't even finish my sentence. And she was like, "Yeah, I've just, I've, I've known people with uh, BPD, and I, I don't want to do that romantically. So I'm ending this date." So points, like, points off to her for so immediately, uh, sort of inquiring and then being like, "Nope, I'm out." But at least she's like, "No, I can't. I know this won't make me. I know it I, won't work." And she's tried I to like say that she knows what she wants. But I would. I mean, I guess I would have wasted my own time by not talking about it on the first date. But mm. I just wouldn't talk about like. I mean, I talk about mental health in terms of let's look after our mental health, but I'm not sure I'd give them my medical history on the first date. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Now I'm thinking about it. Now should I be more honest up front and be like, yeah, I'm depressed sometimes and anxious a lot. <laughs> nice to meet you. Well, what was fucked was that because was, I was like, what are you, you know, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, you know, I've known people with BPD and like, it's fucked and I don't want to be around that. And I was like, but that, that's, that's so fair. abrupt though. But like, I've, been, you know, I've, spent years in therapy i'm medicated like i'm doing all the stuff like i'm you know i can understand it's that it's not untreated yeah like... i'm working on myself and she's like essentially with more words like nope you are irredeemable someone with borderline personality can never be someone i would ever date and i was like okay mm -hmm. and, th and then yeah i was like sorry my mouth is just still <laughs> open at yeah, this i don't puzzled, puzzled by, by this a little hmm. and there's then... no way i would have the guts to be that up front and just be like nope i'm out what i just feel like that's so like you've just been vulnerable yeah. and then abandoning someone when they've just been vulnerable is actually pretty fucking horrible and i remember the reason why i remembered it as like a, a punchline how quick was because i was like i don't normally tell people because it's got a bad rap but mm, mm. bpd and she was like oh well i'm gonna and i was like oh, oh i see i see um but weirdly enough when she was like nah i was like <sighs> okay. I felt so chill. Yeah. And then we were able to just have a nice evening. And then afterwards I, I paid for dinner and she was like, but this isn't gonna, there's nothing here. And I was like, yeah, I know. I just want to pay for dinner. She was like, oh, that's really nice. And like seemed really blown away by that. And I was like, you seem like you've lived a life. This is odd. Honestly, though, society does train women that if someone Transactional. pays mm. for yeah. us, we're meant to owe them something. Mm. Like it's a, it's shit. But when someone just wants to give us something with no strings attached, there's a lot of mm. what, why, why? Because mm. I'm a nice person. What? Probably, Sorry, yeah, so nice person. What is this nice person? Probably, <laughs> I don't know. probably well earned uh, cautiousness. Uh, yeah. On, the, yeah. On, uh, on behalf there. True. Okay, so so Dude. yeah, that's a that's a rough ending. Although I did have so aside from the red flag of her rejecting me based on something I can't change fundamentally about it's myself. It's not that, it's not, like, if she had have texted you later and said, look, I've had dealings with people mm, yeah. with mm. this and, and it's not something that I vibe mm. with, but being so abrupt as to, like, you've revealed something that is not easy to reveal and to have someone immediately go, nope, I'm out, mm. that's, that's quite rude. Yeah, it never yes. really occurred to me before then that having BPD would be a block in dating. 
It's just like, I'm just like a silly yeah, little guy. Yeah, because now she's probably given you a little bit of a complex about it, which you shouldn't have because so many people have so much stuff. I don't know, but that's what happens. She's She probably had a negative experience with some kind of mental and illness. And she's allowed the, to put that the, boundary down, oh yeah, just not past, in the yeah. manner that she did it, I don't think. So, she, so she's brought her own neg- baggage with her and life experience and expectations with her and rightfully or probably wrongfully has dismissed uh, mm. anyone else that comes along uh, uh, Matter of factly, so well, story three we we tumble into, or are we still processing? No, story no. Two? Let's go story yes. three, and then we can talk about lessons at mm. the end. True. Well, story three is the story of how I met my current partner, Ooh, oh. which was the next day. Because <laughs> your boy plays the uh, the dating game. See, this is like I fucking <laughs> applaud you, man. I don't have the energy for that shit. I was I was like, this could go one of two ways. It could go badly. It could go well. Yeah. And it went badly. So, and also, it was the first date for both of them. Okay. So, you know, you gotta you gotta figure out who people are. Okay. First date is not who they really are. No. It's not who I really am. No. Um, yeah. So, have we got an alias for like just just in case we need to mention a name? Because the other stories, when they're first dates, you don't really need to mention yeah, a name. But no if you're names. involved with someone, you're probably gonna need a fake name. I will do a fake name because it is the show. Yes. But I, I feel very happy with talking about this. We will call her Pickle. <laughs> no, we will not have a lady name. Uh, or a name that's not an object, please. I was on board with Pickle. Just yeah. Okay, as, fine, just Pickle. Aside, it's just a cute a, name. Write in if my... you hate it, everybody. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so you met your little Pickle. Yeah, right. Pickle. Yeah, uh, now, in contrast to... I I honestly don't know how I how I landed my current partner because she's an absolute delight, um, and so the first night was very formal at a fancy, dimly lit, very expensive vegan taco restaurant. Was it a known date between you going in? Was it? Yes, that one was yep, a date. Yep. This one was also a date. They were. I've I never done the let's have a date. Yep. Later ever again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This was also a hinge person. Mm-hmm. And this date was originally going to be first, like three weeks for earlier. Ah. Right. Um, but it, it got pushed back because she was uh, anxious, and I think she was sick. Anxious, then sick. And so that's, that's how it fell on that timing. And I didn't want to be like, you know, like, I actually have a date the night before. Because yes. <laughs> that's... Pretty scummy. Yes. I would have probably cancelled. Even though that's reasonable for you to have a date yeah, the night yeah, before, probably. I'd still be like, backing it up. Like, did, like, how did that date go? <laughs> hmm. So it was the... Oh, yeah, and it was at my work. And I just happened to work at a very good first date location that right. I like to go on first dates. Mm-hmm. I work at Netherworld. It's a very cool place. Mm-hmm. Y'all should go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, explain to people what Netherworld is as to why it's a cool place. So it's a bar and arcade with pinball machines and old arcade machines. So that kind of place. Yeah, mm. and they have all the all the menus vegan automatically. So it's got really really good food. It's I'm such a carnivore that I'm like, where's my meat? <laughs> no, wait, don't use that as a soundbite ever. <laughs> Cut it out. Get rid of it and post. But you can swap out for meat for free. Hooray! Whereas usually at places you have to pay extra for vegan stuff. So that's the cool thing about Netherworld. That is cool. And the reason I... Here's my argument for Netherworld as a first date and why I'm not a big piece of shit. This is not an ad, by the way. (laughs) Because it is affordable. Mm -hmm. It's not cheap. You're not a cheapskate. Mm -hmm. It's affordable. Mm -hmm. And 
you can have like your dinner mm-hmm. and then you can be like this was fun you know we don't want this to end you can go play some games have like yes. a fun little competitive mm. you know like a game thing I am all for that, to be honest with you. Like the confines of dinner as a first date always make me anxious because if you don't like someone, you're stuck waiting for an entire meal and then eating and blah, blah, blah. But when you've got first dates that involve some kind of competitive thing that can bring out fun side or give you an opportunity to be a bit silly with someone rather than form it, like it's not Mm. an inch, it's not a job interview anymore. It becomes fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was why I chose Netherworld. Fair enough. And I, I figured I was. I'm so anxious on first dates. And I was like, maybe if I have like the, the home turf advantage, I'll go from insanely anxious to like normal person level of anxious. Yeah. Um, I also, I went on a mini golf first date with someone the other day to do the, the competitive thing. And I was just like, we have nothing in common. I dislike you. This is taking forever. And I wish I was with someone else. Oh, <laughs> I did a bowling thing. and it was fun. We've talked about bowling yeah, dates before. I don't bowling, know what it yeah. is about bowling dates, but I enjoy them a lot, even if the person's a douchebag, because then I can trounce them. Mm. I'm bad at bowling. It never happens. It just made me think about friends I would rather be golfing with. <laughs> and That's like, when you do golfing. the thing when you text one of your friends and go, I'm having a shit date. Can you just happen to show up and be like, oh my God, <laughs> fancy seeing you here. Because as a woman, I'm telling you, I've done that before and it works. Because then the other person also is like, oh my God, I have a reprieve and I hate you. So goodbye. Works for everybody. That date was so awkward because I met them in the car park by mistake. I like parked up and I was like, hey, you're... Oh no, so before you're like ready to be yeah. on uh, yeah, for date mode? No. Fucking anyway, bleh. Netherworld. Yeah. It is the the floods, the Brisbane floods, the recent Brisbane floods. In I was going to say, we, yeah. which ones? Which Our one? city floods a lot. Yeah. Um, and I pull up and my, <laughs> on the drive to the date, there's a set of lights on a hill. Mm-hmm. That, and so I, I break and I hear this slosh. And for some reason, my car has like three buckets of water in it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I have a date. I'm on the way to a date right now. And so I'm like, I guess this is happening. And so I drive to this date with my Flintstones ass car sloshing around. Like, it sounds like an exaggeration. I cannot... Even when the smallest amount of water gets in your car, it sloshes, though. Like, like I had a small amount of water in a door once and it sounded like a fucking floodgates yeah. opening. So I had, like, holy, like what? Like, like my feet were underwater. No, Jeez. that's not mechanically safe. It was very unsafe. Uh, and so I, and I think the absurdity of that <laughs> took away all my anxiety. Yeah, yes. Good. Yeah. Because I rocked up because... Obviously, I was a little late because I'm a fucking train wreck of a person. Uh, and I rocked up to my own work late and did the old <laughs> umbrella and was just like, hi, sorry. I just had the weirdest fucking thing happen. <laughs> but that's such a great icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. Dumb stories that happen on the way. Yeah. Great icebreaker. I locked my keys in my house once and I was like, oh my God, I'm an hour late because I had to get someone from the real estate yep, to come out. You're in. You're he was away like, then. As if, as if that happened. So then we back and forth yeah. teased each other for a while. It was great. And... uh because we also and because I have no social skills I was like also I had a date last night and it went so terribly there we go come on man what are you doing to us here you're really digging into her I I have to at the end of the night I'm I feel like I come back into the room and there's like a bunch of little gremlins with papers and I'm like, so what do we do today? It's like, well, you uh, you, yeah. fucking kind of, you told this girl you had a date last night. I'm like, why do we do that? Why? Why would we do that? Um, and 
But fortunately, she's a very compassionate and caring person and was like, oh, that's terrible. That must have been so horrible for that to have happened. I was like, yeah, it was fucked. Meh. I would have gone good for me then, I guess. Well, I guess everything happens for a reason. (laughs) Hey, babe. And then I would have left if you (laughs) said that. Uh, On that date, she spilt a pint of uh, some seltzer on me, which was just fun. And I think she liked how chill I was about it. Because she reacted as though I was about to like yes, blow up and right. be like, "What the fuck?" I was just like, "Oh man!" You're like, "Love, I ga- I came here in a in a yeah. reverse submarine. I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I work here. People spill shit on me all the time." Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was super chill. We played some games. I just remembered. Um, I won her a, a burger time pin. Um, oh, at Netherworld, if you get high school. Okay, I feel machines. like we need to ask them to sponsor yes. us for this episode. <laughs> it is not sponsored. This is not an ad. Um, but I feel now we need to ask them for money. But, uh, <laughs> but any date you're on where you win your your uh, bow a prize, you know that's a pretty yeah. good. That's a good yeah. move, isn't it? Yeah. So well well done to you. But you gotta not be a fucking wiener, <laughs> <laughs> which is why I'm able to win the pins. <laughs> um, no, I there's... mean, you work there. You've got the home court advantage. Yeah, you know right. how the games work. Well, actually. Oh, no, I do. So there's a, an arcade machine in my house that my dad bought for my mom. So that's why I'm good at poker time. So I, yep. I have even more of a home advantage. Yep. That'll do it. Mm. Also, I can't believe I started that with well, actually. I hated that. I'm well, sorry. actually. Well, actually. Okay. So this third date, the circumstances going into it were a bit kerfuffle. And mm. you did mention that you were on a date the night before, which is a little bit of a wrinkle. But all in all, sounds quite fun. It sounds sweet. It sounds like you got a, you got along. Yeah. And the calamity leading into it, you and your wet car, was actually a great buffer to sort of shed you of your anxiety. You walk in going, ah, you'll never believe what's going on. And you you sort of appear cooler, calmer and more collected. If I've got like a silly thing to meme on, I'm sweet. But Mm. when it's like, hi there, other person, I need you to convince me why I should spend the rest of my life with you, Alex Smith. And I'm like... Oh, you shouldn't. I'm the worst. <laughs> I don't want to spend the rest of my life with me. I have medication because of it. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, fair. And then the date's over. <laughs> That's not, no. Okay. I so have it, some things to say in lessons learned. Yes, as we trundle. Have we got, have we, is this, how did well, the end of this date go? The nice ending of the date is that uh, things were really nice. We were both just like, I feel like I've met you somewhere before. And I was like, yeah, you seem really familiar. You have a very familiar energy. And then I was like, do you want a, a lift home? Not in like a... Come like, up for coffee kind yeah. of way. And she was like, sure. And I was like, I must warn you, my car is like, Underwater. full of water. <laughs> and she was like, that's fine. And then, yeah, we got into my sloshy ass car and I was driving it back and it was just like... And we just kind of look at each other and like... Um, it's like me at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember there was a, a traffic light in the city that I pulled up at. And she was just like, you have very beautiful eyes. Aww. And I was like, that's very nice of you to say. Thank you. I don't get compliments. And she was like, what you say? I thought you'd like to hear it. It's very true. And I was like, Ugh. and then I was like, I would like to go on a date with you again. Normally I wait till afterwards, but I want to go on a date with you again. She's like, I want to go on a date with you again too. Oh, yes. that's and super yes. sweet. That's nice. What Adorable. Satisfying. Both your soggy feet sitting <laughs> yeah, there yeah. staring into each other's beautiful <laughs> eyes while you're meant to be driving. It was a red light. <laughs> okay, Because we had pulled up and sloshed and I, was, I looked at her like right. that. And she's like, you have nice eyes. Right. Oh, um, against cute. every uh, logical cell in her brain, she seemed to be like, yeah, this is the one, this fucking guy. And I'm like, thank you. And I feel lucky to be with her every oh, day. Oh, bless. Very mm. sweet. 
Yeah. So three stories from your man, Alex Smith. Uh, <laughs> we'll trundle towards lesson learned. Do you want to b- pick one from one particular story? One? No, one? No, I'm <laughs> Just the, one? Uh, uh, I was asking the Look, team. my main one is um, that... How do I put this? Um, you've got to go into a date thinking that you're amazing because if you don't think you're amazing, nobody else will think that you're amazing. And I feel like a lot of people go into dates going, I have to prove to this person why I am a worthy choice, whereas it should be they need to prove to me why they're a worthy choice for me. Mm. And I know it's really hard because I am the queen of self-deprecation. Like if you ask any of my friends, I constantly tell myself that I'm a piece of shit and, you know, I need to do better at things, you stupid bitch. But like on the inside, I know my value as a human being as to like, yeah, the right person who wants to date me will think it's funny that I think I'm an idiot or sometimes, or, you know, will appreciate the fact that I trip over things that don't exist. But it's like, I could sit there and go, that makes me a clumsy, ridiculous person. And I do, but that's adorable. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to find things to love about any flaws that you have, because if you go into a date thinking that no one's going to love you, it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. And I'm going to tack my lesson learned on top of Elizabeth's and warn everybody, warn everyone about self-deprecating humour. On the uh, Everyone knows people that are self-deprecating and they're hilarious, right? And yeah, it's funny and they're, they're brilliant. <laughs> exactly. Um, but don't make it your, your whole personality because someone being around someone who's self-deprecating 100% of the time yeah. is exhausting yeah. and you will not look you don't you think you come you're coming off like uh, dark or mysterious or self-loathing or introspective yeah. or something but you're not you're, you're becoming you're it's coming across be a balance. as it's a whingy be- like oh nobody likes me i'm useless and it's just like oh, i'm no. over it. so uh, keep it don't make it your whole personality yeah. there's definitely a line you can lean into the ridiculousness of who you are Sprinkle, as a person yeah. Play with but, it, but don't know. use it to get other people to say no you're not mm, do you know what i mean mm, mm. um and the other lesson that I had is um, just it goes to speak to I guess um, first date etiquette um, mm. when somebody shares something with you that's really difficult um, don't shut them down immediately you can set a boundary and just be like oh that's a shame you know later on but I feel like someone has gone to the effort of making themselves a little bit vulnerable to you and by making a joke about it you're going to give them a complex yes a little bit of tact would be so tell them tell them how you feel by all means and you don't need to hide it if you if 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 someone says something that is a deal breaker then absolutely tell them it's a deal breaker but don't get up and leave in the middle you know like it's just there's a kind way to explain your boundaries to Mm. somebody is what I think. Yep, I agree. Alex, from the three tales you've brought, any lessons of your own? Sometimes you don't learn a lesson in life. Sometimes you go, I was a big I was a big dummy and I didn't learn anything, so I'm still a big dummy. You don't have to learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I guess from the first one is that it's not a date unless you say it's a date, which is obvious, but even if you get there and it looks like a right, date, it's yes. still not a date. <laughs> it's only a date if you say it was a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why that was the takeaway because that didn't really come back into the narrative. I think it just explained why I was anxious. But uh, feel the vibe. If you've been in... You can't want something enough to make it into a 
a thing just because you want them to right. like you. No, yeah. absolutely doesn't, not. It doesn't mean the vibes were there. And you're going to put yourself through a lot of pain if you consider keeping yourself in the race if it's clear that you're not. Mm. One more lesson I need to point out. you If, so, if the universe gives you a do-over, if oh, the yes. universe hands you, if you say something stupid and somehow someone in the world didn't hear it properly... <laughs> You don't need to repeat yourself. Just let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. That was the worst let thing it go. that's ever happened. Uh, let it go. And someone can be not good enough for you. Yes. And I guess the third date, the right person will love you, even if you're a weirdo. But and yeah. you got to find your own weirdo, right? Like everyone has their own perfect weirdo person there that'll think their quirks are lovely. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. Well... Thank you, Alex, for coming in and sharing uh, three stories. Elizabeth. Can we get the details of your show, please? You absolutely can. It is called Slow Burn. It's part of Brisbane Fringe. Actually, Fringe Brisbane is the way that they've mm -hmm. branded Interesting. it. Interesting. Uh, it's on Sunday, the 16th of October, and it is on again Friday, the 21st of October. You can get tickets via the Fringe Brisbane website or just search Slow Burn. There's also a Facebook event. And it's a musical cabaret theatre extravaganza theatrical performance of my album Slow Burn, which you can hear on Bandcamp, Spotify and iTunes. And you will give us all those links and we will yes. put all of those links in the show notes so that people can just go straight to the show notes and go, I want to buy tickets to that and press the button. Yeah. Fabulous. There we go. I'll plug, I'll, I'll plug the album Slow Burn. There you go. Just as an add on there. Gee whiz. Thank you, everyone. For that's so enjoyable and also painful, but so Thank enjoyable. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a good summary of the, the show as well. Yeah. <laughs> <Slow burn>. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put it on the poster. So enjoyable. Painful, <laughs> but so enjoyable. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, next time, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to write in, you can go to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. You can go to that's not canon.com forward slash ghostsofboyfriendspast and fill in our little form. And even if you don't want to have your voice, you can write in to us and write your full story and then either Tom or I will dramatically act it out and then we will react to your story and you don't have to out yourself as to who you are. But in the meantime, I've been Liz Best. I'm Tom Harris. Keep and listening, keep rating, keep reviewing. And when the universe gives you a do-over, just take it. <laughs> yes, Dear please, God, take please, it. Please, we implore you. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.